You know what time it is with now? It is time for the comic catch up, where you can find all your comic news, stories, events, and opinions by three wacky nerds. I'm Kobe. I'm Zeke. And I'm Hayden Hamilton. And welcome to another episode. Uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed the la- last one, and we hope you enjoyed this one today. Our start up question is for the whole crew. What is your favorite character in comics and why? Hmm, wow. I mean, I'm glad you asked. I'm very glad you asked. And Zeke, I'm very glad you liked that, <laughs> liked that question. Wow. I'm very glad you liked wow. that question. Wow, you know, this is, the, this is the conversation I live for. Yes, um, yes, of course. I'm going to start a little, little, you know, it would be an obscure answer. It's not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. But my favorite comic book hero is Moon Knight. Moon Knight. The Marvel Comics what? Vigilante. Moon Knight is my favorite comic book superhero. Over Yojimbo? Well, I'm not sure if I can count Usagi Yojimbo as a superhero. He has no superpowers. Fair enough. And he's, he's just cool. kind of doing the job. He's cool. He okay. is. Fair. But if everyone that's cool is a superhero, yes. that kind of limits it a little bit. It's, yes. <laughs> it does, it does a little kind bit. of limit it. He's my Uncle costume. Teddy is a great <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Hey, Uncle Teddy could kick yeah, any of our true. asses. It's all right. <laughs> no costume, no superpowers. Just Usagi. Uncle Teddy. <laughs> yep, yep. But yeah, Usagi's just doing his doing his job there. But um, yeah, no, Moon Knight's got to be my favorite. I love his um, kind of backstory. I love his sort of uh, dip into Egyptian mythology. I love his um, his personal kind of like complexity, and I just love the idea of every superhero's got secret identities. But I love the idea of what if those secret identities were other personalities. Mm. Uh, the the hero with schizophrenia, like that, immediately draws you in right there, you know. And you know there are ways that the comic has been done wrong. In the past, but especially with um, lately, uh, with uh, Max Bemis and Jeff Lemire's runs, mm. have really solidified my love for Moon Knight. What about you, though? Hayden? Yeah, so I'm curious about your Moon Knight thing, though. Oh, please. Where did you jump on to Moon Knight? Because you were talking about how it's been done wrong in the past, but if he's your favorite character, mm-hmm. then I'm feeling like you probably had to jump in either super, like. With the very first comics or with the very newest, not very new, but like right before this era, because I feel like there was an era of dry spell, and then when he did get comics, they weren't very good for a long period of time until the early 2000s. Yeah, and then it just kind of went... Which, I mean, would make sense if that's where you jumped on. That's Mm -hmm. why I'm curious. If you you went, I'm going to jump in early, or if in the early 2000s, you were introduced to the character through the newest pushing of Marvel Mm -hmm. when they were doing that. Mm -hmm. Because yes. the art at that time, Marvel, I feel, mm-hmm. something about the early 2000s art, for me, really pops. I can't tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the gloss on the paper. Couldn't mm-hmm. tell you. But yeah. something, to me, really pops. I'll have to look at the art to kind of see what you're going for. Because, like, uh, uh, sorry, sorry, I didn't get to answer the question. But I think when 90s art sort of, like, devolved into, like, muscle-bound, mm-hmm. like, Rob Liefeld. Yeah, like mm-hmm. pecks of plenty mm-hmm. and just dark. As soon as they sort of detract from that era, it just became all the more like vibrant mm-hmm. and all the more impactful. Yes. But yes. Not to take away from you answering mm-hmm. the question. I was first introduced to Moon Knight really early on. I read the uh, 
Age of Ultron crossover event because I got it at my local library. And okay, I was like, this is cool. And then one of these characters, like they gave a surprising, not like extremely prominent, but there was a couple of uh, comic scenes in which through this post-apocalyptic landscape, we were following Black Widow mm -hmm. and Moon Knight. And I knew Black Widow, but I never found out Moon Knight before. And they had such an, you know, it was an interesting dynamic, but he, like he immediately hit me as like, oh, who is this guy? And then I found out a couple other things about him, you know, about like, that, you know, his thing about having, just from looking up on the internet, that he had uh, multiple personalities. He was just this uh, son of a wayward son of a rabbi with multiple personality yeah. disorders. And I was like, Jesus, that's a tagline right there. That's possessed by an Egyptian god. This is a little bit of a side note, yeah. but were you able to research this at home? Uh, yeah, you know, okay. just on like, yeah, a family I'm, computer. I'm, I'm yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm only curious because I, I distinctly remember a time having to walk to the library <laughs> to use the computer there. <laughs> That's all. That's all. No, no. The only reason Luckily, I ask I is just a lot of core memory. Mm -hmm. I remember. Yeah, I'm. Mm -hmm. I'm only a few years older, but like in that few years, the internet made a drastic jump. Yep. Yeah. Yep. To it the point really where did. like, off. Yeah, yeah, I went from like dial up to, oh, if you go to the library, you can just yeah. look this up. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. No, I didn't have to peruse the the message boards. Okay. The all chat right. boards of I've of never MySpace. done that either. Yes, yeah, so, you know the stuff of your generation. I, I was I was just I was curious. I <laughs> yeah, just... no, 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 you know, but um, I'm glad I did so I could find out a little more about him, and then um, I, at the at the library I got like a collection of some of his early comics, and I thought they were pretty they were pretty interesting. I liked what they were doing. Not all of them hit, but just a none oh. of them hit. Just mm. enough of the early ones hit. Or, like, intrigued me enough that I was like, huh, this is good. Like, he has a really interesting supporting cast. Not a lot of people th know about that. But he has a really interesting supporting early cast. Early or later? Um, kind of a mix of both. But even pretty early on, there was, like... Sorry if I'm interrogating. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I love Where this. were you yeah. on the day yeah, Moon Knight like, dropped? Yeah. <laughs> like, each one of his personalities has different supporting characters. But especially, one of his personalities is Jake Lockley. The yes. taxi driver, which is kind of like... I thought was like just this genius thing of having like an actual person that's like on the streets, um, figuring this stuff out. And so he has, um, you know, he has supporting characters like one of his best friends, this guy is named Bertrand Crowley, who's this uh, homeless man, a British homeless man he becomes friends with, who um, insists that he used to be a member of the British royal family, but then asks as kind of like an information source for whatever crime is going on, mm. you know. And they have a really interesting relationship, especially because. Um, Later, they explore how Moon Knight doesn't have a good relationship with his father. Yeah. And yet, Jake Lockley and Bertrand Crowley kind of have this sort of almost like father son relationship. Almost, yeah. Or um, even that there's like. Uh, or also, there's this woman named, I think, Gina. Gina Landers, maybe? Um, I forget the last name, but she is uh, she's just this diner owner with two sons. She just has a completely normal life. But because of the. And the, but there's like this kind of like interesting romantic tension between her and Jake Lockley, and yeah. like would he want to be this father figure for her kids when he's also partially just at her diner to find out like who's been the, the newest serial killer on town, you know? Mm. And of course the biggest supporting player of all, which is Khonshu, which is literally the Egyptian god of vengeance, who's this constant voice in this guy's head. Um, what did you think of his interpretation in the show? Just Khonshu. Just Conchu, I loved it. F. Murray Abraham is one of my favorite actors working today, so the mm. fact that he um, was voiced him was fantastic, but I thought it, it hit the perfect pitch of... Um, that depiction of Conchu and the depiction of Moon Knight in general hit the perfect... But especially Conchu hit the perfect picture of, like, 
authoritative. Um, na a little nasty, but just like seemingly altruistic enough to be mm. like, yeah. yeah, a little nasty. A little you know, he got a little bit of a, uh, got a little bit of some, uh, some, uh, some, some fighting him. Like conjure but, um, behave. <laughs> but also like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's his whole thing. Is that like? <laughs> I don't know why that's true. I don't know why that got me. Sorry. No, I got one. I, guess, I, I got, got one, man. You gotta, you gotta mark him. Yeah, but his whole thing about like he kind of has this sort of like also playing into like the bad relationship with his parents, but he kind of has like this. Uh, his relationship with Tonchu is toxic, in which Tonchu allows a lot, but is yeah. also totally emotionally manipulative. Absolutely. Um, and then the Jeff, once again, the excellent Jeff Lemire run from 2016, um, which be is well partially what the show is based on. Um, because you were right, there was a dry spell where I didn't. There wasn't a lot of Moon Knight coming out, but that one immediately pulled me back in, and I was like, "This is it." Mm. It trimmed all the fat uh, of like stuff that wasn't working and just streamlined into like, "This is it." I got you. Hell yeah. But I've taken enough time. No. What about you, Hayden? Yeah, Hayden, what's up? Uh, my favorite character has always been Nightwing. Uh, as a kid, I didn't fully understand why. I just loved Robin, and I knew that he became Nightwing. I thought that was super cool that he had like a way that he developed. They had like a next phase he was the only character that has like i go from this to this like i i have a next step i don't know i always like that now i think he's great because he's the symbol of hope in the dc universe mm -hmm. he has his own fighting style because nobody else can move like he does he's the most athletic person in the dc universe he got the moves. He just got the moves. He's got the power. Uh, <laughs> you got the touch. Uh, he's got the best ass in DC Universe, <laughs> which he knows. Listen, we think Captain America's America's ass. No, no, no. no, no. DC. <laughs> Dick I mean, Grayson's ass. Yes. You know, they say he has no superpowers, but they say that Marvel that booty, is <laughs> is you know relatable. Why DC has gods and uh, <laughs> that, Nightwing, 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 <laughs> Nightwing's ass puts a lot of other ass most to unrealistic shame. part of the DC. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, <laughs> damn. I, I wish this was visual, so we just like zoom in on a picture of Nightwing's. Mm -hmm. ass we'll drop it in the in the chat for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> if this were visual, you'd see me uh, earlier. I cracked open a nice cold propel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, delicious. Not, not a sponsor for some reason, probably because they haven't heard of me yet. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's a key word. That's a key word. Yeah, yeah. If, uh, if they hear about this, if you could just sponsor me in this podcast, that would be fantastic. Propel. Fuels your heroes. Captain America would have not had enough moisture in his body to stay alive we, we, in mm -hmm. World War II mm -hmm. if he had enough mm -hmm. propel. He took a sip of that propel on the battlefield and was like, ah, that's America's drink. Most people don't, most people don't know this. The super soldier serum is uh, three-fourths propel. <laughs> <laughs> the other, the other. Propel defeated the Nazis. I'm not sure if you knew that. <laughs> I'm not gonna go. I'm, not, I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah. leave that alone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, my. Let's, hmm. <laughs> we don't know how. From Nazis to your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> well, my favorite superhero obviously is Propel. <laughs> Propel Man. <laughs> Propel Man. Don't confuse him with Pepsi Man. No. Uh. Mm. 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 -mm. Um. Wolverine, probably for mine. I, I think it's just he's just a great character. He's short. He's Canadian. He's got adamantium in his blood. Short his king. Blood. Short king. What are your thoughts on X twenty three Wolverine? I think she's good. I think she, I think she's good. I think she just needs an arc to kind of make it like 
her own fully because they keep trying to like put her with like Lori and like, is that her name Lori you mean her clone yeah like her yeah, clone daughter like especially when she's with Deadpool yeah no no clone with Deadpool is cool but like and she's like a honey badger yeah yeah Minus, honey badger. but I get what you're saying like, like every character needs their own arc to yeah. come into their own as a so you don't think Tom Taylor's arc was it was fine I think it was because he created her. The, yeah, that was the first. I feel like he pushed her arc, and then everybody else is like, "Well, let's take her back." Don't yeah, worry. that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think in that sense, I just like I need to see her as like like a solo, like an like an awesome solo fight with someone in as Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Okay, as her as Wolverine, and like, and I know they did like a horror special with like Man Thing that was really cool. Um, but um, I just like a just like a nice villain to villain type mm. thing. Let's let's throw down. Mm-hmm. Let's throw it out. Mm-hmm. But uh, Logan mm. can't get enough of Logan. Mm-hmm. Old man Logan, regular mm. Logan, James Howlett Logan. Mm. How were you introduced? Were you introduced through the movies? The movies, the TV show, the movies. So Hugh Jackman's your Wolverine. Ah, uh, Steve Bloom is my Wolverine. <laughs> no, no, Hugh Jackman I think is a great Wolverine. Is a great Wolverine. He's he's obviously a fantastic act actor. He has one of the best like super perform- performances I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Logan oh, remains. Obviously, a very mm. top three. Robbed of the Oscar. Yes. Robbed. But I wish I have, he was even nominated in that Oscar. movie. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, why did he yeah. need a gun to get the bullet through his... If the other Wolverine has animantium claws, why couldn't he just stab through his eye hole? Huh. I didn't think about that. Mm, mm. I, maybe yeah, it was... I was too busy on the... Resounding emotional arc. Yeah, the emotion, years the of, emotional uh, damage years of I, what was happening. To, I had to a think about look away from me at disgust because mm-hmm. I was with my best friend at the theater, and I started laughing when he died because my first thought was, "What if he passed?" And he's like, oh, "I'm just messing with you. I have a healing factor." Like, <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool three. Deadpool <laughs> three. Near you. Deadpool three. Wolverine. Yeah. Boo-boo. Yeah. But you've uh, sorry, I did cut you off. Okay. Yeah, you were saying Hugh Jackman. No, yeah. no, yeah, big Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. fan. But I think like if we're looking for like actual movie, like actual like comic book, like accurate Wolverine, Steve Bloom has done a really great job. I think he's a great character. I'm Steve Buscemi did a great job. <laughs> Steve Buscemi as Wolverine. How would you think about Danny DeVito as Wolverine? A popular I 100%, not even as a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, not as a joke. Like yeah. He took it seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, I know he said on record that he would take it, but when he said it, he kind of said it as a joke. Yeah. But, like, if he took the role and then decided that he's going to take this character that actually has years of love behind it and made it serious... Damn it. Mm-hmm. It would be Skyrock. I would love to just see Dane DeVito as a serious actor. Oh, well, yeah. No, oh. he's, he's so many roles where he's a serious actor. Which, uh, he does a I've lot of seen great like... comedy recently, like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. But, no, like, when he does dramatic, he does dramatic. I mean, he yeah. won, like, a Tony for this, like, play he did. Oh, yeah. I forgot and, about that. um, like, there's this one episode of Always, uh, you know, not to go into Always Sunny, not exactly comics, but I remember there was one episode where he had to have it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's, there's, like, one episode that, like, got, like, particularly serious at the end, and he would give, like, oh. Then you're, there's moments where you're just like, oh, yeah, this is this is why he's an Emmy-nominated Tony Award winning. Yeah. <laughs> Emmy winner, Tony winner, you know. And this. he's the spokesperson of Jersey Mike's, which is the best sub-place, sub fast casual sub-place. Is it really? It's the one place in Springfield where the, the city that I'm from, it's, it's the one 
Jersey. Uh, it's, the, it's the one sub place that I haven't tried yet. Have you ever have you ever like tried Subway? Like like go to a Subway and just like try it for a few years. It's never well, gripped me. Never no, gripped you. Never no. gripped me. I live in a village where ah. Subway is. If you might not know this, you might think it's McDonald's, but you were wrong. Subway has the most uh, locations. Yeah, yep, any, it does. Any restaurant mm-hmm. because they'll find a small ass town, a small bang town. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> we do, we don't, we try not to cuss on this podcast. Which we we the, failed. The comic catch up where you catch up on your podcast and we mm. fail at not cussing. So so, nice. so you have a vendetta against Subway is what I'm hearing. Hayden. It's not a vendetta against. It's just if I could eat anywhere else ever in the world. Yeah. Then, then go I to Jersey. I 100 agree with what you're saying. Then go to Jersey yeah. Mike's. It just blows it out of the water. It's not even close. Jersey Mike's now a sponsor. <laughs> Jersey Mike's. Jane DeVito yes. loves it, and so do we. Wash, wash down your Jersey Mike's with some refreshing propel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, you can really go for a propel in a Jersey Mike's. <laughs> is there a Jersey Mike's in the area? <laughs> this is just turning us into. Uh, I don't think there's a Jersey Mike's. Where in are you here. from? I'm from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. So um, we had a subway that was like right on top of this hill for the longest time. We went there. I went there. I got a steak and cheese or buffalo chicken sub all the time, right? And then Jersey Mike's on the bottom of the hill opened opened up. And I'm thinking, nah, this this place seems a little whack here. All right. What's this Jersey Mike's cooking? <laughs> and then I saw what they were cooking, and then I saw them actually cooking the meat, and I was like. Wow, mm. that that hits. Jersey Mike's, they have the meats. <laughs> they cook the meats. They, yeah. they actually cook the meats, not just heat it up. Yeah, like yeah. Subway. <laughs> okay, this might be a this might be a weird call. Have you guys ever heard of Blimpies? Blimpies. I've heard the name. I this have not actually, heard. They heard still the name. exist. Mm. They used to be huge. Mm. Are you looking up Blimpies? Right I, now? I'm actually. <laughs> 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 they used to be massive, mm-hmm. and now they only have a few locations left. Mm-hmm. And like enough so that I thought I was crazy for a little bit, and mm-hmm. I'm like, that's just something I made up in my childhood. Blimpies. But no, they they exist. Yeah, yeah. Is it spelled with an I E S? B L I M P S I E. Limpy sub sandwich franchise been part of the American landscape for over fifty years. <laughs> Hell yeah, it has. Yeah, but the it closest a... one is in Windsor, Connecticut. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> so, out of Subway, Blimpies, and Jersey Mike's, which one would Nightwing, Moon Knight, and Wolverine eat at? Ooh. Wolverine We're would sponsored go for by Jersey Mike's, so we gotta Wolverine go. I go think the Jersey Mike's for for Mike. That's guy. Nightwing. That's I think that Nightwing, Nightwing would go Subway. Really? Yes. I no know. way. Don't, I think don't he, call no my way. guy this way. I love about? He's a billionaire. I love he is Nightwing, a now. but you know he keeps in good shape, and I feel like he'd see eat fresh and assume that there's actually good food. There. No. I think he Come would. on. That's he doesn't get the credit because Tim is always called the best detective. But Dick, if if Tim, if when Batman passes, if if Tim is the second best detective on Earth after Batman, okay, Dick is the third. Okay, yeah, like yeah. He Dick is a better is a is not as good of a detective as Tim, mm-hmm. but he is still a damn detective. Mm-hmm. He would investigate that Subway is so awful that Ireland literally classified their bread as cake. Mm-hmm. It has so much sugar mm-hmm. that Ireland literally was like, bro, this ain't bread. Yeah. This is literally cake. I want cake. you to know this is the best fact I've heard all week. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, also, I love how we can block out all of our swears 
but we can just say Dick anytime we want because it's a character. Yeah, it's a character name. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. it's short. For Some Richard. people get really upset and want to make him forget who he is and change his name to Rick Grayson because they're so tired of getting mail from the fans as a creator about the name Dick. Is that literally why they did that? He's, well, he was so tired of joke of Dick jokes while writing Nightwing that he changed it to Rick Grayson. I know That's that such people, a terrible reason to do I know that people don't like it, but I actually respect it more now that I know the reason behind it. Because I think I respect like, it less. I, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I get I would, that, I would just take it on the chin, I mean, you know? yeah, no. I know that he was made in the 40s, though. And I know that no self-respecting person that isn't living in the 40s uh, would be named uh, Dick. Yeah. Um, I. That's probably, yeah. God damn it. We're... People named Richard, I'm sorry. You're fine. Don't let them get in your head. Anyway, uh, movies coming out. Uh, we're going to talk about the ones that have come out and we've seen after. That way we can discuss yeah, our thoughts. Uh, coming out next is Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special, mm-hmm. which I think, am I wrong on this? I could be. D- was it called the Christmas special and they changed it to the holiday special? I believe it was only called the holiday special. I could be wrong, though. It should be called the holiday special, but I feel... Like it was called the Christmas. Take, I could I'll, be wrong, or it could it. just be the podcast that I'm listening to have misworded it. Mm, maybe it is. Either way, it is very Christmas centric, and but Loki, that's what all holiday specials end up being. So Loki, Loki, yes, <laughs> yes, um, Loki season two coming. That's what <laughs> all holiday specials end up being. Yeah, Every right. episode's a different holiday, and how Loki. When would are we getting our Norse pagan special, Loki? It looks but, to me like it's just holiday special. Okay. Like on on Wikipedia at least. I just it must have no... just been the the I was just I was like, did they change it? Like I, that, it was yeah. just one of those Bernstein Bearstein things. Yeah. Like the Mandela effect. Yeah. yeah. You know, they talk about that in Peacemaker. Oh, do if they? You watch Peacemaker. I, yeah. I will. Yeah. I will. Yes. Let me catch up, please, on my please. homework, of course and then will. I'll catch up on Peacemaker. I mean, what's more important? But still, yes, yeah. continue. Yeah. Uh, that comes out November 25th. Mm-hmm. Right. Ant-Man Quantumania. Did Ooh, you guys see the trailer funny. for it? I did. Fantastic. I did. Bill yeah. Murray, trailer. who's a terrible person, but I think he's funny. Oh, uh, he's hilarious. Yeah. I think a great I, actor, too. Most Sorry comedians to... are bad people. I'm just going to let true. you know. Don't mm-hmm. think that they're good people so that when you find out they're not, you're surprised. We're not. Mm-hmm. We're all bad people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are you. But yeah, no. Uh, wow. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's tone down the nihilism yeah, a little exactly. bit there, Aiden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truth That's why we like nature. comic books. Yeah. That's why we like them. They make us feel like we can be better people. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, before watching Wakanda Forever, yeah. I saw Quantumania. I've seen it before, but then I saw the trailer again on the big screen and how it has this whole, I mean, people are going to compare it to Star Wars because it's got like this whole new world of alien creatures, but goddamn does it look... Exactly. But goddamn, does it look creative. And I know, you know, everyone talks about Marvel fatigue setting in, but goddamn, does it look creative, fantastic, and I am a bit of a Jonathan Majors fanboy. Have been since The Last Black Man in San Francisco. A fantastic movie you should check out if you haven't. Uh, It's on, I think it's on Amazon if you want it. But uh, he looks absolutely fantastic in the role of King the Conqueror, a character that I'm glad to see getting his due. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, every time I look at Quantumania, I just think, because, again, I'm a wrestling fan, Wrestlemania, I just hear, like, Hulk Hogan be like, Quantumania is running wild, brother! I know this is stupid, but in my head, I think of 
Ultra Lord from Jimmy Neutron? Mm. Absolutely, mm. you do. That is not even that's that not, not stupid. That's at not all. stupid at all. No, that's no, a, that was the most intelligent thing you could have said. I, it was a boy I, genius. My, my, res- my respect. Yeah. <laughs> my respect <laughs> just went up the mm. roof. Oh that. yeah. Well, there's a all right. I don't know what references work. Uh, you know Three what I found times. out don't work and I keep doing at comedy shows whenever I get nervous for some reason? What? 1960s Batman comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so making references to that. Dude. As if anyone in the crowd, <laughs> a Any, single person. In this crowd. Everyone in this crowd would yeah, get so, it. Oh, do you guys both get it? Yeah. Oh, we get it. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I'm yeah we sure get it. How... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can't We've just find a good place share. to throw a bomb these Exactly. <laughs> I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, there. after Quantum Mania and Ultra Lord is in that, if Ultra Lord made an appearance, <laughs> if Ultra Lord is actually MCU, playing Ultra Lord, and, and, then, and they yeah. didn't tell anybody until it happens, yeah. Yeah. and they don't reference Jimmy Neutron at all, they just let it be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Viacom's just like, yeah. what the hell? I like a post-credit scene where it's like, hi, I'm Paul. You know, <laughs> oh my add god, that in. yes. Add that in. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That'd be really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, next coming out was supposed to be Flash, but Ezra Miller exists. So yeah. That movie. Mm. Uh, uh, let's be honest. They're they're really trying to make Flash the thing that can fix the DC universe because of Flashpoint, which yeah. is understandable. Mm-hmm. Flashpoint makes sense. Yeah. But let's be honest. They just nobody gives a choose. damn about Flashpoint outside of. We all just want to see Michael Keaton in the Batman suit again. Mm, that is true. Fantastic. That is absolutely true. It we didn't matter. get to see it in uh, Batgirl because they canceled it. Yeah. And if again, if they were just to take the Batman scenes, I don't even need context. Yep. I would happily just take Michael Keaton as Thomas Wayne or whoever. You can, you can show me Michael Keaton at his age slowly as a man of his age who I'm sure is in excellent shape. So yeah. wouldn't he seems to be in great shape, yeah. Uh, but say that he were moving like a man that is typically his age. If they showed that and him trying to get in and out of the Batmobile, I'd watch that. I'd watch it. I'd watch it mm-hmm. a million times. And over. it would be funny, but I wouldn't laugh out of respect. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's saying a lot for me. And I'm not. I'm sorry, but a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton as the Batman. Easy. The fact that we Bruce haven't gotten Easy it yet yeah. is honestly insane. The fact that it hasn't. The idea that it makes me angry a little bit. The reason mm. that DC doesn't believe in it, not DC directly, but the reason that Warner Brothers doesn't believe in it is because the show itself originally did not do as well as the animated series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you were never going to do as well as, to me, the most influential superhero show ever put on television. Yeah. And so the fact that you have any followers is a huge thing. Yeah. The and, fact that yeah. you have the video games and put in the suit, people that don't even know the story love the suit. The suit is yeah. just And then well people that know nothing about it Love Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. The people that know nothing about him love Batman. Mm. Pittsburgh Boy there's, there's enough. Mm-hmm. There's enough things that you could get people into the theater, mm-hmm. and they would watch it and be like, "Wow, this is exactly what I wanted," or "Wow, this is nothing that I expected. This world is crazy." Exactly. Look at Gotham in twenty whatever fifty yeah. five. And it just happens that uh, you know when Batman Beyond was coming out. The kids that were watching it then and like ended up watching it, renting it from Blockbuster mm-hmm. and so forth. Hollywood the kids, yeah. Are the <laughs> kids Blockbuster was are, more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. 
are the kids that now would be going to the theaters and watching it. So I feel like if they timed it out now or the next couple of years, you know, it could really, you know, financially make some money and also bring the story to the screen. Yep. But who am I? I'm not James Gunn. I'm not making any of these decisions. You should, though. I would, well, I I would mean, take, I wouldn't even, I would take the first two episodes and Batman Return of the Joker. Oh, that and is I an know amazing movie. Yeah. It's my favorite Batman movie, live action or animated, really? personally. As it, it should be. It's fantastic. It, it, it's super dark, and mm. as a kid, I was like, this is dark. And I watched it again as an adult to think, like, maybe this wasn't as dark as I thought. No, no, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's some things. I rewatched Batman Beyond. Like, Batman the Animated Series has some dark and adult themes. Mm-hmm. But Batman Beyond was like, yeah, what if we just got, like, really messed up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like let's, there's let's some. See what happens? Th- because like, they it's never cyberpunk or sci-fi. Right. They can get off with like literally like they impaling show someone. People. That's yeah. They wouldn't necessarily show it, but they would imply things mm-hmm. or it, say things around death that were fates worse than death. Yeah. There was one guy who he gave everybody uh, cybernetic parts so that they could fight Batman mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. they had his girlfriend or wife as hostage even though she was she was a double agent she wasn't actually hostage that's mm-hmm. the whole yeah. twist mm-hmm. and he goes to get revenge on the people that took the hostage and they don't know that he knows and he goes to have surgery at the end and you know he's going to torture them while they're yep. unconscious absolutely and it's like are. that's so dark and you know mm-hmm. that as a kid but that's mm-hmm. for a kid's show there's one I'm so, talking so no, aggressive. No, 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 as you should. It's as okay. you should. It's Batman okay. Beyond provokes strong, passionate emotions. It always has, and There's it always will. There's one episode where a, a guy, he can go invisible and phase through walls. I remember that episode. And the episode ends with him not being able to control it, and it going out of control to where he falls through the floor and can't stop, and he starts falling, and Terry McGinnis asks Bruce Wayne, what do you think is going to happen? He says, I assume he'll keep falling till he reaches the center of the earth. What? Like that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yep. And even then, that's like that all depends like if this person can even survive that long down yeah. down there, you know? Because we I, I, I could be remembering the episode wrong, but this didn't really seem immortal or anything like that. Like if you just, were to even if we were to phase in once or twice, the pressure like The pressure alone is gonna kill him. You wouldn't yeah. see anything, and if you did, it would be glowing lava. So yeah. you would be burning before you saw it. And, like, the way that lava is portrayed in film, where, like, in Terminator 2, he just sinks into it, yeah. is not accurate. The lava, you would sit on top of, because it is extremely dense. Yeah. So you would sit and burn. Mm-hmm. So unless he was phasing through entirely before the burn hit him, yeah. he would phase into the burn, which mm-hmm. is a slow burn because of the density of the lava. But then the crushing weight of the... You you would have to hope the crushing weight of the planet kills you before the pain of the lava. Yeah, maybe a propel will get you out of that situation. (laughs) The only way to quench the thirst of lava. I'm sorry, I got way. I got too scientific on that. No, no, no. But Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker. I know that it would be taking a lot if we cut some of the middle. Yeah. Because people would be like, you jumped from the origin story to the Joker. Well, we. I think we could, and if not, the just the first two episodes. You could make a 45 minute, 50 minute, an hour, even, you could make it a 90 minute, honestly. There's enough material to do a 90 minute Batman movie. Agreed. And then Hard do a second agree. 90 minute, or longer, because the Return of the Joker could be longer in live action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And all of it got ruined because Ezra Miller decided to be Ezra Miller. I don't think it got ruined. I think that now we have a chance for it. I hope so. Even I though really hope so. I love Michael Keaton as older Batman, but man, Kevin Conroy mm. uh, as an older Batman. Oh. He's still going to be in a TV show, I think. Yes. The, yeah. uh, he, he plays that, and he has, he has Ace. Yep. In uh, the DC CW world, that'll wow. be a, that'll be a good send off. Anyway, that was a huge off. rant off of Flash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the next one that will come out is Shazam: Fury of the Gods, which is anticipated because of Black Adam just being a thing, coming out in March seventeenth. Okay. Well, the thing is, though, it what's really interesting is that about this is that Shazam and Black Adam are arch enemies. Yeah. But Dwayne Johnson, bless him. Um, was so obsessed with making him be Black Adam that he completely separated him and Shazam in any, in every way, shape, or form. So yeah. much so that now we are two Shazam movies in without his main villain. And in the second Shazam movie, which I saw the trailer and it looks fun, but they had to invent two characters that completely did not exist as Shazam villains, played by Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu. Great actresses, mm-hmm. but still, they have to invent original characters just because Black Adam can't fight Shazam anymore. Which because I think Black Adam is like an anti-hero now. Yeah, just because Dwayne Johnson wanted his little solo movie yeah. where he got to mug to the camera. I didn't see Black Adam. They didn't I hear did. the best things. Did oh, you? What you think? I, I have. Uh... This is weird. This, so you've seen Black Adam. You've seen Black Panther. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I, Which is the next one on, well, our, on our list. Well, Hayden, hey, let's start with your opinion. What did you think of Black Adam? Uh, it was mildly better than I expected in the ways primarily of it had more aggressive action than I expected, mm. and it did do a good job, I felt, of making it very clear that Black Adam cares about conduct yes. and nothing else, where in the comics, that's that's very true. And I didn't, I thought that would be like the biggest aspect of the character to get lost was conduct, yeah. to be honest, but that was like the biggest thing that they kept. Yeah. Was Condock. Uh He looks great. Mm-hmm. Twist is obvious. I think that they should have gone the way of the comics. I completely understand why they didn't, because mm. that would be... You couldn't be an anti-hero then, you'd just be a villain. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so I think that the twist is good enough for what they were doing. Like, it's it's close enough. It's it's the, cl- it's the next best thing. Yeah. Uh, the action was fun, for the most part. Uh, is it a good movie? I mean, no. Uh, <laughs> is Pierce Bronson... Still, somehow, the most handsome man on earth, even at his <laughs> yeah, age. Yeah, seriously, how is what? he so good looking? Still, what is up with Pierce Brosnan? What the hell? What the kablam? You yeah, know, what the kablam, mm-hmm, indeed. Mm-hmm. But, Jinkies, yeah. soinks, all right. Yeah, yeah I'm very apt that he's cast a powerful magical source. And I love that he looks. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I think that they took the power of Doctor Fate. Out of the movie entirely, which upsets me deeply as a character. Doctor I was Fate hearing could that go toe to toe with Black Adam. Yeah, he destroy Black Adam. Yeah. Not even toe to toe. Hurt me because I would love a Doctor Fate solo movie. One hundred percent. That is what I'm me too. rooting for. And I think that Pierce Bronson mm-hmm. did great in the character. I don't even mind that he can take off the helmet because I get a series. In He's got some face in Pierce Bronson. Literally any character would bother me outside of Pierce Bronson. And that even means I have a my man crush is Hugh Jackman, and I want to see Hugh Jackman in the Wolverine mask. That's true. And mm-hmm. with with 
with Dr. Fate, I'm like, if you're holding the helmet, I see it all. I see your face yeah, I don't, and the helmet. I don't need to see anything else. If you don't have the helmet in the shot, I'm pissed off. But if you're holding it, I'm totally, I see I the whole package. You, you know, I heard that Pierce Brosnan stays so handsome because he drinks Propel daily. That's probably true. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm stop. sorry. Stop. I want that. Don't Keep I it. I know. What did you think about Black Adam, though? And I... Jersey Mike's, by the way. No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I thought it was popcorn flick and nothing. 100%. More. I, I. Did I, you expect it? Different though? No, I didn't. I only thought I only thought it would be different because Dwayne Johnson pushed for it so hard, you know. Mm-hmm. And I thought that he would that that would become something more simply because of the fact that Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who I think is a better face than a, for a movie than an actor. I don't like Dwayne Johnson as an actor. Because I think he only plays one character, action movie hero. Well, he's trying to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but even Arnold had a little bit of range to him, you know? Not a lot, but a little. Daddy Daycare. Daddy Daycare. (laughs) You consider Daddy Daycare, which I think I I consider both to be... I, we were thinking Kindergarten Cop when we said that. Yeah, we and, totally did. Uh, yeah. Kindergarten Cop, mm-hmm. I think, is a better movie, but in the same realm, his football movie he did. Oh, yeah, 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 that one. I thought uh, that was okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, but it's for this generation. True, that's true. And I think, like, I don't know. I just... I would, he's the highest, he's, most paid he's actor. He's the most paid actor. Just like Arnold was. He is the greatest success story the WWE will ever tout. And that's that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. Even though fact. both Dave Bautista and John Cena are much better actors Agreed. than he is. Agreed. They I, may not be as good at wrestlers and they may not be as highest paid, but they you, are You don't think Dave Bautista is a good actor, do you? <laughs> I'm not going to say what my thoughts are. It's not about Dave Bautista at all. Hey, Because hey, hey. he's a great... He's a great... Yeah. He is just... Yeah. I, I think he, I think he should be let out a little bit more and oh, actually, definitely. like, like have a good, like, acting scene. Yeah, I think know? he should have, like, a leading role in, like, a drama. Yeah, uh, so Black Adam was kind of mid. Mm. But I did like the action, and mm-hmm. I think Pierce Brosnan yeah. is just a... It's just a, a oh. very fine human specimen. Of course. How of does course. his mustache say nice after he takes the helmet off? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah, I was talking to you guys. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Talking to you guys about my beard era. I think I was just trying to get Brosnan, but nobody can. Yeah. Nobody can. I do have to say about Shazam 2, though, Fear of the Gods, is that I remember in. Pointing at it? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm pointing at Shazam 2, Fear of the Gods. <laughs> I'm pointing at the movie right now. We are in um, Los Angeles mm, as we speak. Yes. Uh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the first Shazam, which came out like seven years ago or something like was that. Was it seven? No. I don't know. Five years ago. Was no, it was like three years five. ago. Yeah. Last year. Uh, yeah, exactly. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Last month. In the last, in the end credit sequence, they teased uh, Mr. Mind, mm-hmm. which I love. If you, you don't know Mr. Mind, he is a little space worm, literally just a worm who can talk, and he crawls in people's ears and controls their minds. You're saying he's not going to be the villain next time, though? Well, it doesn't seem like he is, because now they have Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu's characters, who are playing so-called the Daughters of Atlas, characters that don't exist in the comics, and where's my... Yeah, where's my um, where's my Mr. Mine? Like low key, you know, all the respect low to key. Helen Mirren. <laughs> yes, sorry, sorry. That's our second one. All my respect to Helen Mirren because she's fantastic, and I will see her in anything. In, in fact, if Helen Mirren played Mr. Mind, I double see the movie. But where is Mr. Mind? Yes, uh, 
Hayden is crying, <laughs> Hayden is crying missing Mr. Mind so much in the sequel. Because I just made the reference that's our second low-key joke it is. of the pod. Just like yeah. call it out. I don't know. It I, is. Sometimes stupid things catch that's me. That's our two. Hey, rule it's three. Way to do it. Three. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that was my Mr. Mind rant. I, I think Mind that rant. I, I was excited that they set it up too. I'm, mm-hmm. I hope that they play it off that somehow he's controlling everything in the long run. Because otherwise, mm-hmm. I think it's stupid to not. Mm-hmm. He's a ridiculous and like. Not that they probably would. It's like if you're gonna go ridiculous, do ridiculous. Yep. Yeah, like, and it's we, not, yeah. We've proven that we're here for it. Exactly. Avengers, the first one, is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It is pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Also, like, you guys ever saw the the fifty two crossover event? Mr. Mine is the big villain of that entire event, and he's, you know what his goal is in that end of the I, event? I, I, hold on. You you can tell him. I'm going to cover my ears. This is okay. literally the one comic series that it's I know really is good. super. I know, and it's the one that I haven't I haven't got to yet. 52 okay. is like right. the number okay. one on my list. I, I, Spoiler alert. Are go you okay ahead. with this? I, I, Spoiler I alert. Mr. Mine. I can still hear you. That's all right. Just go for it. <laughs> okay, I won't do it. I won't no, do it. No, 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 Say no, no. it. We're I, here. We're fine. here already. I will I, tell you I what happens. I forget anyway. how he's <laughs> happening. But Mr. Mind is the villain of 52. And his draw, his goal, he doesn't want to dominate the world. He doesn't want to conquer anything. He doesn't want to control anything. He wants to eat the multiverse. <laughs> He wants to physically eat the multiverse, which is uh, amazing in the way they show the comic panels right. of him trying to do it. And I would love to see that in a movie. I, I'll have to see it because the way you described it, I know that probably visually it's nice. In my head, it was not. It was the, in it my was head, the very I'm hungry like, huh. caterpillar. Yes. <laughs> it basically is, except he's like growing. Uh, he's growing more powerful as he consumes yeah. each universe. Well, anyway. it sounds like Mr. Mind could use some Jersey Mike stuff to curtail really his hunger. Yeah, maybe a propel to wash it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black <laughs> Panther two, which one of our viewers is not, or one of our uh, viewers. viewers. He's he's the only one viewing us out of the three of us, though. Only <laughs> <laughs> three of us I can see shit right now. Yeah. See, can blink right now. Uh, Black Panther two, Wakanda forever. Wakanda Boogaloo, what, if you will. What are your general thoughts? We'll try not to spoil too much, but it's hard not to. This movie, I, I thought I was. Fine. The saving grace of this face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. Um, I thought it was fantastic. It is basically, in my mind, without spoiling it, I feel like it is a whole film that is basically the five stages of grief as a movie, and I thought that was amazing. Mm. Uh, and like uh, all the characters are amazing. Angela Bassett kills it in every scene she's in because, of course, she does. Um, but Namor, especially, Namor, especially. Fantastic. <laughs> Every scene he's in. We have Every good scene department. he's in. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll get some makeup on that side. Yeah. You got it. You're good. No, 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 no. But, uh, no, I'll end uh, visuals amazing. Anyway, I, I, you don't I cannot You're say good. enough that um, I was sitting in that theater and I didn't exactly know what to expect. There was a lot of hype. Did you have but to pee? I didn't. I, I held my bladder. I had to pee. I didn't. Especially I didn't go during pee, the but I had to pee. scenes. There was. You probably about, really needed to pee. About two hours in, I was like, mm-hmm. I think there's still an hour left of this movie, and I don't know if there's end credit scenes yet, and I really have to pee. Mm. Yeah, it's and always, then, it's always the worst. Always a hard thing to do, but in my opinion, and this, I'm not. I'm not sure if this is going to be controversial, but I Here thought that it was such a. I'm upset. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> he's all, I know. Well, he's already you're riling him yeah. up already. No, but I thought it was a, I thought it was a fantastic movie. It might not have been the best MCU movie ever, but I thought it was 
so good at introducing Mar- us to new parts of like the world, the Marvel Universe, and I thought it was indeed a sequel that was better than the original. I agree. I, I have very mixed thoughts on the original, because uh, I think that that villain would have been better for a second movie. Mm. His character is much more compelling if Chichala has been king for a very long time, and it's like, man, he's the best king we've ever had. No one can challenge him. And then this guy comes... And in the movie, they have it so that they stop having the heart-shaped herb. In the comics, T'Challa has the heart-shaped herb and still gets his ass beat by Mm. Killmonger. Mm. And he's been king, and then he gets thrown over. And everybody's like, oh, we didn't even know this could happen. Yeah. And to me, that's more impactful. But knowing what we know now about the health of Chadwick Boseman and how the portrayal of the character of Killmonger was done... I feel like they did the best that they could at the time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I don't know the private like the private doings of both Marvel and Chadwick's base and stuff, but I, I don't think it's a stretch to assume that they probably knew about this well in advance. I think they did work. I think I think they did a really good job just handling every proceeding with tact. And I, and while I do hey while I do agree with your point I think Killmonger should have lasted a little longer in terms of movies, I think that the first I think the first movie is just better off with Killmonger in general, but I think I think he is a compelling character, com- wonderfully played, wonderfully performed. Even with the bad CGI, I still think the final fight in the in the mines is fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I, I really hope that it carries that same energy, or at least, like, that's, like, a more refined energy of, like, that in Wakanda forever. Yeah, if you liked Killmonger, I think you're going to love yes. Namor, because mm. I feel like he's everything, he's a- every bit as compelling as Killmonger, and then some. Yep. Wow. Especially with his backstory. I thought wow. they made him better than he is in the comics. Yes, that, 100%. 100%. And I'm, I'm not a huge fan of him in the comics, but Me I'm a neither. pretty big fan of him in the comics. Like, I'm I, glad that you're a fan. A, I'm not a fan of him in the comics, I, I, to be honest. I, I was always interested that he uh, was the first mutant. I always found yeah. that interesting. Yeah. Like, oh, so you started with the Speedo, huh? That was your first design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. That, was, that, that was your first choice. He's, yeah. okay. Wings on the ankles. This was. This is. The, I was trying. Someone asked me. They're not a comic book fan, but their significant other wants to go see this movie, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Am I going to enjoy it?" I said, well, let me break down what you will and won't. Yeah. The villain has wings on his ankles. Yeah. And they're like, well, how does that work? I'm like, well, it shouldn't. They're like, well, what about weight distribution? I'm like, you're missing the point. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. like, let's, let's not think about this yeah. logically, yeah. okay? No. There, there, there is no logic. But here. when you see him fly in the sky, and I'm not going to spoil what he would do. He goes about but, 13 feet, I suppose. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. He has wings on his feet. Mm, mm. 14 feet about max and alpha. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> I know, I know, doing a lot of work there. But um, he can't see it. He has his hands on his hips, like it's not affecting him. But you can see, you can see his breathing is hard. Only one drip of sweat coming down. Yeah, yeah. Pays attention. Wait, is that sweat? No, that's just the water. Yeah, cut you off about six times now, and I apologize. Oh no, I, I never know where I'm going with conversation. All right, but yeah, no. Anyway, thought it was a fantastic movie, and he is a fantastic antagonist. When we perform next, I will, I will probably have seen it by then. I will give you my thoughts then. I think that the first two hours 
are the best Marvel movie I've ever seen. That is very high praise. Mm-hmm. The third hour happened because they have to wrap up the movie. Mm. I think that they did My Girl Okoye bad. I think they did it wrong, personally. I know they did what happened in the comics. Stupid in the comics, too. I'm sorry. Because she looks gorgeous and like a badass in the beginning of the movie. And they give her her new clothing. And I'm like, why? I kind of love the new suits. I'm not going to lie. I'm a big fan of the storyline. I'm just so tired of everyone being Iron Man. Okay, that's true. That is true. And maybe they have more time to flesh it out. But in six the six characters now. That's well, true. That's a lot of Iron Man. A lot even of even Iron for Man. me. And I love Iron Man. I, I like the idea of Iron Man being the center. And I, they've, they've not made characters have Iron Man suits that I think would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, no. I'm just, I guess I am, oh, I was a really big fan of the World of Wakanda comic that came out that had that in there. But, um, yeah. But um, I get why. I get why you're saying that in this specific movie, especially since, um, you know, there are, there's a suit or two. There's a suit or two. Mm. Do we need as many suits? Maybe. Right. I don't know. I don't know. But everybody loves a suit once in a while. I'd I, take a suit. It's, I you know, it's suit. exciting when they suit. get a new suit. Everybody loves the... Mm-hmm. Terrible silver Batman suit. It's like, oh, you put on a worse suit to fight Mr. Freeze. Cool. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I would still take that suit. <laughs> <laughs> Zebra-striped Batman suit? I'd take mm. it. Uh, I thought that suit. with Black Panther, oh, yes, the world building was insane. Oh, like, they yeah. built Wakanda before, but I felt Wakanda was real this time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, the same thing with uh, underwater. Some people said that they had issues with people looking like they were underwater, which... I enjoyed that they looked weird in underwater. Like, it, that's what water I want people look your, like underwater. Yeah, it's like yeah. They, they yeah. were struggling to act under the water. Oh, you mean how people moving under the water would? Yeah. Would uh, do? I thought yeah. that the visuals... Yeah. They were moving, like, really slow. It didn't look like they were breathing. I mean... I'm like, yeah, yeah. underwater. <laughs> uh, I thought the visuals of... It's not Atlantis, but it's Atlantis. Uh, did it, what, were, do they call it something different? No, it's called uh, Talokan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, I still... I don't, they didn't give an official name to the, the people that live in Talokan, so I just ended up calling them Atlanteans. If there is another name... Send it in the chat, listener. The world building was insane. Mm-hmm. All the actresses were great, mm-hmm. especially, I mean, Okoye is always, I think, great. Yeah. And the, the, action, yeah. the action in this movie with Okoye, and mm-hmm. just in general, some of the best action in any Marvel movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the acting from the queen. Oh, Angela Bassett, that's what I was Holy. Saying. I, first of all, when you Holy get Angela Bassett ka-boinky. on screen, she yeah. never does anything wrong. But when the fact that you were able to like see so much of just, like, her being such a vital character in the movie, that mm-hmm. was just, that's like, that's the movie doing doing what it's doing. It's doing what, it, it made a good choice to focus so much on uh, Angela Bassett and Queen Ramonda. Um, also, I don't know if this was like pandering to me specifically, which I know Marvel movies do a lot. Of course. But, but no spoiler, but they do set a scene in Boston. And so I was like, huh, look at those landmarks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know what that is. Um, the last thing I'll say about it is the music. It goes along with the world building, but the music, like, there's a horror scene at the beginning huh. that is that fantastic. Scene, that scene is great. And it's called back to, uh, but like the music throughout that builds or the lack of the sound production and the music. Like I'm very audio based. I love good visuals, but I, the music that I listen to, I love high quality speakers and everything. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm an audiophile for sure. 
and some of this music is you know, <laughs> certified audio <laughs> People think that term is funny, but like genuinely, like no, I was because I was thinking like audio file. Oh, yeah, I know what you meant. I know what you uh, meant. Yeah. Like audio file uh, with a pH seven mm-hmm. F. My speaker system at home is you know not insane, but it's 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 nice. And uh, in the future, I'd like to have even nicer ones. But anyway. You know, I don't typically just go back and listen to soundtracks or scores of movies, you know? Like, yeah. I think that, you know, uh, Williams has some of the greatest scores of all time. Do I ever go back and I'm just like, Indiana Jones, hell yeah, my jam today. No, never. But have I jammed the music from Wakanda forever? There's two songs in particular. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have. And the, one of them, they even show you the instrument they're playing. And I don't know if it's an instrument... An African culture, or if they created, I hope it's one from African culture. I feel like it has to be, with water in the drum in a bowl, so that when they play it, there's a splash sound with the water. Mm. And I was like, "Yep, I'm in. <laughs> Whatever this is, mm-hmm. show me more. Yes. Yeah. Show yep. me, a, show me an entire Wakandan band. I want to yep. see it." Mm-hmm. And Okay, gonna play us out on that instrument. Yeah, right? absolutely. <laughs> I will. I will. As soon as I watch the movie, I will find mm-hmm. this instrument. I mm-hmm. will master the technique, oh, yeah. and uh, if we do like I don't know, like a, like seasons or whatever, I'll just play it out in our season finale. Mm, of course, of course, that's everything our listeners want. I got to music nerdy again. I there's certain things that if you haven't noticed, I branch out about, and I don't mean to. Sorry. Hey, music music stuff is cool. Yeah, and it's fascinating just to hear you talk. Absolutely. I'm waiting for that master class coming out. When I can afford my own, I'll let you know. Hell yeah. When I can afford to buy master class, I'll let you know how they're hitting me up. What we got next? so we're coming up with some more news. Uh, the something just wrapped up, kind of. They're still putting out like side stories, but uh, DC and comics. We're now getting into actual comic books for those four of you that like that. For our comic catch up. <laughs> uh, yeah, for the place where you catch up on your comics. Uh, it's just the sound effect. It's just it's, what it it's is. It's a good sound effect. I appreciate it. Uh, so we're coming out of Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, mm-hmm. which. As soon as I heard that that's what they were calling it, I'm like, so how do you guys, like, on a day-to-day fit in your pants with your balls being that big? Yeah. Like, like that. That's... To call something based off Crisis on Infinite Earth, which people love and hate, but regardless, changed comics. Yep, 100%. Absolutely. And, to, and to say that yours is like, well, this is just as big as the dark version. Ooh. You better have come mm-hmm. with something. And... I Nightwing's the main character. You'd think I'd be all for it. And there's parts where I thought I might be. I'm like, I'll give you to the last issue. Mm-hmm. I wanted to like it so much. I'm like, I'll give you the last issue to save me. Mm. Did not save Did you. Did not save me. Did not mm. save you. It's like, oh, man. Mm. And you called it Crisis on Infinite Earth, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth. Even, even from an advertising perspective, that I don't think that's a good idea. Because you're already... Because you're doing two things with that. You are... Number one, try as Hayden was saying, equating that your comic book is just as good, if not, if not better than mm-hmm. Crisis on Infinite Earth. Mm-hmm. Infinite yeah, Earth yeah. Which gonna change the DCU. Change the DCU. Yeah. I like Crisis on Infinite Earth. I don't love it. I'm not like a oh my god, it's amazing. Oh my god, brown down. But like like Hayden, I can acknowledge that it legitimately changed the landscape. 
So when you're doing that, not only are you are you getting fans' expectations up to the point, especially fans who have not read the comic series yet, that, oh my god, this is just as good as Crisis on Infinite Earths, but you're also cheapening both. Because when that series is not going to live up the expectations of the original, you're going to be like, oh, why is this being compared to? Hmm. Uh, for those of you visual yeah. listeners, I'm putting my hand down, yeah. which is referencing Christ on the mm-hmm. And then you're also just bringing, like, for the quality or lack thereof of the comic in question to even more scrutiny. And also, like, with this is one reason why I got into Marvel for kind of like a year. And then now I've I'm got, I've gotten back to you know DC and reading both comics, but like DC just kept on doing crisis after crisis after yeah. crisis at a yeah. certain point, and That's I'm like, ridiculous. how many goddamn crises do you need? God, crises. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Crises. Do we need one crisis after another crisis? And like the one of the biggest things about Crisis on Infinite Earths was that it was the first of its kind. Right. There was nothing like it before. And then the, the reasons why Infinite Crisis and then Final Crisis ended up being saying... <laughs> Final Crisis. I know there's, these are three crises now, <laughs> but the reason why each one, each one seemed important was that they were separated by years, yeah. you know? By years of, like, things didn't change, and then when they did, they changed a lot. Yeah. Now, if things are just constantly changing... And you don't really know what the status quo is anymore exactly. because they keep having all these cri- mm-hmm. crises, and it's at, and it's honestly adding a lot more fat onto the stories. Yeah, like we're introduced. Like okay, this might be a hot take, right? No, no, no. Spit the it Batman out. Batman who laughs, right? Yeah. When they did uh, when they did DC Metal, right? Yeah. Which I kind of consider as like a like a crisis level. Oh, it, it, yeah, it's yeah. made itself into a crisis. Yeah. I think that that character. And the general vibe that he kind of brought, the sum like like I mean on paper I get it right. It is the Joker plus Batman. Mm-hmm. If you put them together, right? Mm-hmm. The sums the the parts are greater than the sum, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And mm-hmm. I think like it, it just it I don't like the I don't like the um, the the I don't like the red bubble sheets. I don't like anything like that. It's just. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just uh, he just doesn't really strike me as a character. Hey, yeah, what, what, I get what you're saying. Do Do you guys have an opinion on Batman who laughs or like what? What's What's the vibe of it? Uh, I I think that he was really cool at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, not as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just like again, it's not like it's not like a ter- he's not like a terrible character, but like. He was super meant to be like edgy, cool, and like, ooh, look at me, I'm Batman, but smart and Jokerized. <laughs> like, great voice, by the way. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You should voice him in the live action. <laughs> but like, just especially when I'm reading it online, like I hate how the red of his text, like, quote, like clashes with like the black of like the outline of the bubble. Cause like I can't read that, you know, like, I can't. I can't if I can't read what this guy is saying, how am I supposed to connect with what he's doing? You know, I don't know if you guys had that same same issue with the Batman who, who laughs dialogue, but like I just couldn't read it. I don't know. I was there were so many people that wanted to work with it. I just I'm glad that it's done for a bit. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, and I hope the crises can end for a bit too. Yeah. yeah. I hope that this is like the this just, is called Dawn of DC. That's the new 
all, all of this comes back to they just announced Dawn of DC. I'll read you the list of titles. They have Let's see what they we have got. They have the so we have Superboy Man of Tomorrow okay. by Kenny Porter and I'm going to pronounce names wrong. Mm-hmm. Just so everybody knows, I'm sorry ahead of time. Jahanoi Lindsay. Okay. That's not how you say it. Uh, Unstoppable Doom Patrol by Dennis Culver and Chris Burnham. I can get behind that, that. absolutely. Especially because it's like the core lineup. Nice. Mm -hmm. Green Lancer and Hal Jordan by Mariko Tamiki, and uh, Artist is still to be determined. I like Mariko Tamiki, but... Do we need another Hal Jordan series? Is the only no. Thing. I don't. I don't mind. Like, where's, my John, Hal, where's my John Stewart? Where's my Kyle Rayner? Where's my Rainer? Kyle Rayner series? You know. I, yeah. I yeah. Was I'll take Guy away. Gardner. I don't care. No, I won't take Guy Gardner. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't hate Guy. Gardner. I. Uh, okay. There's only one series that's ever made me like Let's John Stewart. Uh, the animated Bruce Tim series, and I only went into it. Because it was Bruce Tim. Because I'm not a big fan of Gar- Green of uh, Green Lantern in general, let alone. That Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. So when I saw that it was Bruce Tim, I went for it. That's the mm-hmm. only version of Gr- Hal Jordan that I like. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's usually just an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I get his importance, but it's like there's so many better options, you know? That is true. Yeah. Uh, That's a good point. We have a Green Lantern, John Stewart. Okay, there we go. Yeah. That just solves all our problems. Bob Kennedy Johnson, yeah. an artist to be determined. Batman the Brave and the Bold by Tom King, who lately has been one of my top three writers. Tom King is Tom fantastic. Uh, oh, Mitch Gerald, Gilliam March, Gabriel Hardman, Dan Mora, Rob, Rob Williams. Probably not Robin Williams, though. Uh, and more. Uh, Green Arrow by Joshua Williamson, who's always great. Yes. And Sean Izaki. I've been looking for a good Green Arrow series lately. So me too. Me too. Great. Especially yeah. with something that's more like Green Arrow Canary. Yes. Like centered. That'd be, that, that'd that, they fantastic. haven't done that in a while. Fantastic. Uh, Shazam by Mark Wade and artist Dan Mora. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. I'm liking that. I'm, I'm picking up what they're putting. And out. the yeah. one that sounded the most interesting to me was the Penguin Tom King by an artist oh, Stefano. No Gore. way. We have to drop our mic yeah. figuratively. Like, yeah, <laughs> Tom King can explore any section of the Batman universe he wants. He and made make it he made Kite Man relevant. How do you? How he do tied you in do Elmer that? Fudd and made it fun. Exactly. That was a really fun. So time. that series, I will definitely be buying. Every Happy issue. to. See what he does. Yeah. It's, it's been a while since I've seen like the penguin been like properly included. Exactly. In exactly. And um, he did uh, <laughs> he did one series pretty recently called I think it was called Heist, in which yeah. Catwoman, Killer Croc, Riddler, and Penguin teamed up to try to steal uh, an artifact. Ooh. And uh, I only read the first two issues. I'm going to buy the next two. Nice. Um, when I'm actually few days but it is fantastic and so if he could do what he does in his penguin series i would i'd be down for it uh coming out next month uh this is not i mean it's technically not part of that but it is part of that uh batman versus spawn coming out very I, anticipated I, I am it's, in. It's, it's, wow. it's, it's, I am it's capullo wow. and uh oh not um, Greg Capullo. It's Capullo. Why can't oh. I think of the creator of Spawn's name? Tom right McFarlane. Now? Thank you. Mm-hmm. McFarlane and Capullo back mm-hmm. together. Mm. I don't, can't don't, wait. You don't duo. even need you don't even need to pitch it. You don't mm-hmm. even need to sell it. Mm. Came out this week or last week, I think. Uh might have been last week. Uh Gold Goblin. I heard huh. about Which that. you know, I couldn't care less. Wait, 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 wait. Well, I, thing I'm is, out of what's Gold Goblin. So this is basically have you heard about Red Goblin? Uh, oh, oh, Carnage, no- Carnage. Yeah, when Norman Osborn Nor- got the Carnage. Well, this is dumber. Yeah. No, but the thing is, is that 
when Norman Osborn got the Carnage symbiote and it became Red Goblin, that was like the that's like the epitome of how evil he could get. Yeah. So after they got separated, he actually tried to redeem himself because he was like basically I got that's the most evil I can get. So then in the next few, I will admit the costume oh, is no. not a fantastic. Oh no, I don't like that costume. But in this at one, all. he's actually trying to redeem himself for his actions. Which is, I don't love the costume that they're doing for it, but I do love Norman Osborn as a character. So if they take the series in, if the series ends up being good, I would read it. But I don't think, and and this may be, I don't think that Norman Osborn is capable of like a like a like a face turn. I don't think that he's yeah. capable of being a hero. Yeah. I I don't want to see that struggle because this dude has done a lot of heinous things. Even the things that they retcon. I'm looking at you, Gwen Stacy's kids. Like Which should have been retconned. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. It should've yeah. it should have been. Yeah. But like I just don't see him as as a hero. Even when he was doing that Iron Patriot thing with the Dark Avengers. Like I don't that was, that was a fantastic story. Great, though. great yeah. lineup. Great lineup. And I love how he was like a bad guy masquerading as a hero. Mm-hmm. That's it's great. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. But you like Norman Osborn actually being like ne- like regretful of his actions, like there's no way that no one would forgive him, let alone Peter. Yeah. There's no way that I know Peter's like working for him now. Yeah. But like mm. why? The only thing about that is that I read a series over the summer called um uh let me just let it come to me, but I think it was called oh yeah. It was called Infamous Iron Man. I'm not oh, sure if you heard yeah, that, yeah, but it's yeah, when yeah. Doctor Doom, uh, yeah, it's basically uh, after the Secret Wars event, and Doctor Doom basically became a god in that event, God mm-hmm. Emperor yep, Doom, yep. and he no, was he literally became a god yeah, recently. He was, he was the most powerful being in the universe, and then he uh, lost it all. And so this is him, like, figuring out what to do next, and then realizing pretty much that he's done, that like he's done everything except for be a hero, and so he decided, you know. What if I'd actually do this and try and make the world a better place? And that series was fantastic in the way it explored the psyche of his character. I honestly think that comic book villains are nine times out of ten more interesting than the heroes, too. Yeah. So to explore like the psyche of a character like Doctor Doom in this heroic context was just fantastic. Do I think that maybe Gold Goblin... Can compare with that? No. No. no, no, no. Absolutely not. Do I think the Gold Goblin will last past one run? It might not even make it through one. Maybe not. Well, but let's see how good the writing is. The, the thing writing is, is, yeah, I'm giving it the benefit that. of the doubt just because of the writing. Because if they can do pull off something like as Infamous Iron Man, it can't. Goblin. Maybe. They can pull off <laughs> I'm a hopeful person. What can I say? I'm not. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be bad. Just look at it. It's going to be bad. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, why? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> like, you have one job, and mm. somehow you failed. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're just going to speed run past this. It's still connected, but this is the part that I actually wanted to do the podcast for in the first part. It's comics that have come out recently. Dark Knights of the Steel, number 8 of 12. Tom Taylor series. Been fantastic. Essentially, what if you took your superheroes from DC and put them in the world of, like, Lord of the Rings Game or of Game of Thrones? Yeah. Uh, the art's pretty fun, and the story's been great so far. Uh, Gotham City Year One Issue Two is out. Issue Three is coming out soon. Another Tom King, right? Tom King. Mm-hmm. This Another. this one, it's probably my favorite thing I'm reading right now. Uh, and yeah, that's saying quite a bit because Nightwing's coming out. Uh, but yeah, this this story is just like a noir story. It's tied into Batman, but it doesn't have to be. It's just that good. It's just it's just a good noir story. Mm-hmm. 
Nightwing 98 uh, shows the character of Nightmite, which is, you know, uh, Mr. Mixapaglic or Batmite, but just a Nightwing version. And uh, it's, you know, it, it exists. If you like that kind of comic, it's great for you. If you don't, it's a pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're like me, then you read it and you move on, and it's right in the middle. Uh, Junkyard Joe is part of the unnamed universe coming out from Jeff Johns. Uh, first one was Geiger. There's another one apparently in uh, Image, which I have not picked up, unfortunately. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. They had a black and white version of the first issue of Geiger as well, and all of the money for the black and white version went to uh, veterans' charities. Oh, oh nice. Uh, but the, the art in Junkyard Joe is probably the... Again, with Nightwing coming out with Bruno Redondo on that, mm-hmm. it's crazy to say this, but the art in Junkyard Joe is probably the greatest right now. Wow. wow. Uh, That's high praise. Do you know who the artist is? Uh, yes. The artist is. We're just doing a no stalling time. time. He's, pull, he's pulling out his folder. Yeah. Let the artist breathe, let the is breathe, uh, so. Gary Frank, and mm-hmm. the, the uh, coloring is Brad Anderson. Wow. That does uh, look really. Oh, nice. I think this is the same guy who did uh, Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, yes. that's, that's, and, yeah. Like, storytelling. The storytelling is insane. And yeah. issue two was just came out this week. I just picked it up and read it today. It mm-hmm. was fantastic. Uh, really can't suggest enough that you start getting into that universe because Geiger, I mean, I think Geiger was made to become a TV show. It was just really enjoyable. Uh, finally, we have Deceased War of the Undead Gods, number four of eight. We're halfway through another Tom Taylor series. Clearly, I'm a Tom Taylor fanboy. <laughs> uh, and this is, what if your superheroes were zombies, but it's not your basic zombie story because I'm tired of those too. Uh, it's really a fun way of looking at it. This story has been going on for a long time and has been super popular. This is the wrap-up. This is the final eight issues of it. Uh, so we got four left before Tom Taylor is done with the deceased world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how far anybody is that's looking. The big thing right now, there's more stuff going on, so I won't spoil anything too big. But the big pull of this run is uh, Undead Darkseid has mm. come back. And so what does that mean? If he's Darkseid, that's terrible. If he's undead, that's worse. And now he's going up against the Yellow Lanterns. What does that Ooh. mean? Wow. Uh, so that's just some of the stuff that I've read coming out recently. There's more, of course. Always there's Detective Comics. Always there's, uh, you know, your average Batman, Superman runs. Wonder Woman, unfortunately, never sells, but it's coming out. <laughs> uh, and that's what's coming out in your world of comics as of right now. They have been putting out recently, I thought it was pretty cool, the first and second issues of Batman and Superman, even with, like, the extra comics that mm-hmm. haven't gone on, you know, like, the actual, like, style of paper, like the uh, the newspaper. I thought that was fun. yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's all the media coming out, brother. This was the most, uh, the most like what what's coming out what's there's so much. Now? This what's was happening? the info dump heavy. This, yes, this yes. Is very yeah. emphasis. We needed to have it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, I appreciate everyone that hung in there with us, and I appreciate you both for hanging in there with me oh, and listening. Appreciate you having us. And please come back, and uh, if this is successful, we'll do it again. Well, it's uh, this was the comic catch up where you catch up on your mm-hmm. comics. I'm Kobe. I'm Zeke. And I'm Hayden Hamilton, and we're reporting from Emerson College. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we hope to, to talk to you again. Have a great whatever time of day you have. Bye. Be well, guys.